This space was downloaded via spacesdown.com. Visit to download your spaces today. All right, guys. Hello, 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 and welcome, welcome, welcome back to Kamisha Reviews. We are here for a special Squid Games Challenge Spaces, and my girl is here. She is awesome, by the way, y'all. I just did an interview with Jesse. Let me tell you something. Jesse is everything. She is queen. The captain is here. Welcome, welcome, Jesse. Yes. Hey, of hey, hey, I, I'm in the room. <laughs> Jesse's so silly. First of all, Betty, I want to introduce you to my girl, Betty. Her name is uh, Sheena. She's here. She's my co-host. I trust her with my life. Yes, queens. Two queens. <laughs> yes. Yes, you got it. The queen of the Twitter space is right here, live and in color. So first of all, Sheena, I want you to, because you have not talked to her, I know you have a question. Sheena. Can you hear me? Sheena? She's going to be locking her phone. Okay. <laughs> so, guys, I'm not going to be um, letting a bunch of people up here because I don't want anyone thing to happen unless I really know you. So, I know you might have questions, guys. If you do, 50 Shades, you can ask a question because I know you. you followed you. You've been on my platform before. So, please request. Okay. Sheena, are you, are you ready? Sheena? Can she not hear me? I don't know what's going on. I'm so sorry about that, y'all. Okay. So, um, one of the things I want you to talk about is your experience, how you actually got on the platform. A lot of people here do not know how you got started. So, and your story was really cute. So go ahead and let them know how you got started, mama. All right. All right. So, uh, the, this application process actually started, um, almost a whole year ago at this point or two almost. Uh, so it was June of 2022. And I just saw some casting producers like starting to post about this new show, Squid Game, the challenge. And I went, that sounds fun. Um, I was I was explaining earlier on, um, on the podcast that um, I actually had just sort of wrapped up five years of recovery from um, a brain tumor and epilepsy and having surgery and all that in college. And so I was just looking for ways to sort of like take life by the reins, you know, like carpe diem it a little bit. So I applied on a whim, actually. Um, and then I just kept making it three rounds of um, interviews and casting. And then in December, so six months later, they finally called me and they said, hey, you're official, like, you're flying to London. It was absolutely nuts. A long, a long casting experience, but a good one. And obviously led to some incredible things. <laughs> so, yes. That her story, um, it did touch me about what well, I know she went through so much. She did go through so much. Um, virus, unfortunately, I do not know you, baby. Please type your comments or questions in the comment, and we will ask her the questions in the comment section. I have no problem with that. So one thing I do want you to talk to them about, because the, the whole thing with the show blowing up and getting so popular and nobody really, myself included, didn't know it was going to get so big. So it blew up over Thanksgiving, and I want to know your experience with that, let everybody know how that was with the blow up because it was big 
It was. I mean, this is nuts. Like, guys, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like an average person, you know, I have my little theater friends, and I have my family, but you know, I'm not an influencer or anything like that. So, you know, I just like kind of roll over in bed on the morning of drop day. And I have like all these Instagram followers piling in. I've got, you know, people on Twitter, like standing me and rooting for me and some people not rooting for me. And I mean, I mean, it's just also crazy because like, like I'm a theater kid, so I'm used to like audiences, but not in this way. Um, it's just really cool to be a part of something so big and especially for the first time, you know, like there will only ever be one original cast of Squid Game The Challenge. And I'm so lucky, like I get to be a part of that. <laughs> oh, I love how you said that you are going to be OG for life, period. So tell us a little bit about the background of your theater. You said you had theater background. I want to hear a little more about that. Yeah, I actually, um, <laughs> this starts like in the most like middle, middle child way ever. So <laughs> as a true middle child trying to outshine my older brother, my older brother started doing like sort of tech theater, like lighting and sound for the school plays in middle school. But me being me, I said, no, I have to be on stage and one up him and then <laughs> I've just been performing ever since um so I'm like a singer I do plays um I'm in a musical right now at like my local theater I'm doing a cabaret next month and um Broadway if you hear me I'm, I'm ready um <laughs> for real I'll, tw I'll tweet them out but see the thing about it your personality gave that when you was like hey queen captain here Sheena, <laughs> Sheena can you hear me baby can you talk now mama Yes, I, okay. my space completely froze. I'm sorry about that. Sorry, Jesse. Oh no, it's good. <laughs> okay, go ahead, Sheena. Do you have a question you want to say to uh, Miss Queen Captain? Yes, I have a question, Miss Captain. So Kamisha's interview is not out yet, so I don't know what she asked you, what you talked about. But girl, you need to give us the tea about what was mm -hmm. really going on during the warship game because i'm not gonna lie they netflix made you look like you didn't know what was what you were doing so they is that really what happened dirty. or what no. really happened girl no all right so here's the tea um so they they kind of skip right over the part i mean i said it in my interview but like what really happened when we first got into that room i saw the battleship board and the warships set up and i knew immediately what it was because i grew up playing with my brothers like i said and I literally raised my hand straight up into the air and said, I'm calling the shots. I'm calling the shots. I'm going to be captain. And there was no like real debate. It was actually funny because this team of all dudes and it was me or my lieutenant that they were sort of arguing between. But eventually everybody sort of just looked at me and said, oh, well, you want it? You can be captain. I said, do you want to vote on this? And they said, no, nah, no, nah, like all you. <laughs> so and then the game itself, they um they made it seem like we were really discombobulated, but like every single move that we made, I would suggest a spot. I would look at my team, say everybody on board and they all cleared it with me and we all made decisions, you know, sort of like started with me and my Lieutenant, but they all agreed to it. Um, 432 was not calling the shots. That was the quietest he was the entire game. I think. <laughs> <laughs> so 432 <laughs> is out here talking a lot of noise about uh -huh. the team over here. So he's been going in on his interviews and talking about this and that. And so, you know, I was privy to the conversation when she broke it down. A lot of things we didn't get to see. All we see is her struggling, the other team winning, and then him talking shit. 
That's really what we see. And so he was talking a lot of shit, but I want you to answer, answer their question. Did they volunteer to be captain? I want you to answer that. They did not. Definitively, no. The only two people that volunteered to be captain were myself. And after I very strongly voiced <laughs> my desire for that role, um, my co-captain, my lieutenant, Radhika, actually stood up and said, oh, I could also be captain. I've played this a lot with my boyfriend. And so the debate was between which of us should have it. None of the boys stepped up, not one of them. All these men so confident about tug of war, they saw that battleship and shut up real fast. I'm sorry. Oh, come on now. You better tell it, Miss Jesse. I'm just saying it it like it is. I love it. I love it. The man she loved that type of shit. She knows Okay, so I have a follow-up question. Now, I have not seen these interviews where he's bashing you, but I'm going to look after this. So in his, I mean, I'll call it a confessional. I don't know if that's what they call it on this show, but he was saying that he was upset that at the last second you told them to move their two boat to where you told them to move it to. When Mm -hmm. you said move your boat, did he say anything? He was not, like, nobody was really arguing. Um, so the actual, like, ship placement part, they only gave us five minutes to figure out where to put the ships and who to put in them. But what ended up happening on our team was, like, all the boys kind of just picked their own spots. And so what I did that last minute uh, swap, I was just trying to get the grid a little bit less square. I was trying to help them out. Um, and he, I actually was trying to push his boat one closer to the edge of the board, which in retrospect would have saved them. Um, (laughs) but he did not want to do that. They left their boat where it was and we ran out of time. The interesting about what she says though, is because if, if if he would have moved where she stated, he wouldn't have got eliminated. So I feel like they were fighting against you because I don't know because you're a woman. I don't know what the deal was, but to I me, I know. feel like they yeah. should got up there. They should got up there and volunteer. Don't complain about like if I'm pick, if I'm it's like we're a, a kids in school and you don't like the captain, but yet you didn't volunteer. Like I don't want really to hear that shit. You didn't come up here and stand and be a captain, so shut the hell up. That's right. How and I he even be. says he even says in his interview, he says, "I don't know how to play this game." <laughs> okay wait so point of clarification so where that two boat actually was is not where you told them to put the boat you wanted uh, the tip against the edge right exactly i was thinking to myself um that was me trying to get strategic i thought you know what nobody ever guesses the outside edge of like the outside ring of battleship because you just assume nobody is ballsy enough to put it there so i said what if we do move it one over you know like they would they will never see that coming and they fought me on that they thought it was too vulnerable and and then we ran out of time to switch it yeah girl netflix did you so bad they did are making it look like that's where you told them to put the boat they are making it look like he was co-captain behind my ear the whole time but i assure you he was in charge of nothing but running his mouth on camera after the fact uh <laughs> not nothing not so, nothing. okay so what was your strategy for boat placement all the um, yeah so i mean honestly that's one of the things that like kind of eats me up to this day because 
like I said, it was a, it's a very stressful situation. And we only had five minutes to like put people in them and get them where you want. And the other thing that I, I kind of think about is that, you know, how normal battleship, like you're looking at like looking straight down at a full grid, like it's within your full eye range. You know, I'm looking out at this life-size battleship. It's a lot harder to sort of tell um, the spacing of it when you're not like directly above it. This is like a weird rationale, but it actually did make a difference, like just visually for me laying it out. Um, I knew that I wanted to put the five person boat somewhere that was like a little too obvious, um, which is why I pulled them up to the front, but I should have brought them up one more row just to the very, very top. Uh, they would not have found them very easily. <laughs> wow. So the thing about the perception with reality TV, like me talked about earlier, there's something I'm not going to say I'm going to keep in my interview. I'm just going to be honest. But something, <laughs> but something I want that to come out because the fact, like Sheena said, the narrative of the way it looked, it looked so bad. Like I told you, like you just didn't know what you were doing. The other team was just like just piling through you guys. Talk to them about that. Um, it looks like in the beginning they're just piling through, but you guys were like doing tip for tap. Yeah. So, I mean, they, they showed the cut of them sort of going boom, 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 boom with our battleship, but um, they hit ours. And almost immediately after we found the first, the first side of their big battleship too. So that sort of square off was like a one for one until both boats were sunk. Um, and then it was a dead even game on, for a little bit until they found, um, they found Brighton's boat. And I, I have to point out, too, every single turn, the reason I look so stressed the whole time is because every single time we had to pick up a peg, wait like three minutes, then we could talk to our team about it, and then we could put it in the board, and then it was like a five-minute wait every single time to find out if we hit it or not. <laughs> that is not going, enough time. Going a little crazy, you know, after a whole week of eating, like nothing, having... <laughs> No sunlight, you know, no sleep. Like, your girl was stressed. <laughs> Wait, let me ask you a question. What's in that food tea and thing? What is in that food thing? Can oh, you tell me? Oh, God. All right. Breakfast every morning. Le gourmet. We had oatmeal with no seasoning. Like, it was mush. Um, the best dinners that we had Not were kind of like slop. a... It was literal slop. Like... <laughs> I mean, everyone was like, we, there was no salt, uh, no seasoning on anything. It was basically like, you better know took, about like, some seasoning, Jesse. Come on. I'm Jesse Italian. Ain't no seasoning. You want to hear the worst <laughs> one? This is what they did to us right before Ghana. <laughs> I'm Italian. My Italian senses were like, no, 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 please. They gave us cold pasta with the stingiest water tomato sauce I've ever seen in my life. I wanted to cry. <laughs> Wow. They want you to do all this activity, but give you all this nasty food. So would you have to drink water? That was it? No no juice? Nothing? Just water? Nothing. Uh, the, the craziest thing that we had to eat that whole time was the Dalgona cookie after we finished it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who actually... I, let me tell you something about that cookie. I'm not eating that. I didn't spit all of in this tray. All I want is a circle to be gone. I'm not eating that shit. I'm sorry. No, girl. I, I need desperate times, man. With sugar. <laughs> so no alcohol, right? Y'all couldn't have any alcohol, right? Oh, no. So we actually... They started wow. us on a restrictive diet um, from when we arrived in the hotels, like upon our 
arrival just for check-in. Um, they had us on sort of restricted meals for about three to four days, um, depending on when you got there leading into it. So, you know, like these big dudes are already hangry and they really did what they could to sort of get raw emotion out of everybody. <laughs> That's what we have to TV. Sheena. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you mentioned that you weren't sleeping. And I was, in watching the show, I was looking at those mattresses. I was like, those mattresses look thin as hell. They probably (laughs) feel like they're laying right on the, like, the railing. (laughs) Is that why you weren't sleeping or you were just stressed out or what? I mean, a little bit of combo of that. Um, First of all, like, the bedtime and and morning, like, we had wake-up calls and we had bedtime calls. So, um, some nights we would actually like film like those staircase sequences. Like one night they got us out of bed to film walking the staircase. So you're like a little bit jazzed up sometimes from filming something earlier. It takes a little bit for your mind to slow down and go to bed after they've started the bedtime clock. And from like lights down to lights up, I think they did give us eight hours, but this space was downloaded via spacesdown.com. Visit to download your spaces today. Uh, Okay, those beds. <laughs> it was it was like a camping cot. Um, and they gave us one blanket and one thin pillow. But the worst part of it all was I'm a top bunk person. They left that piggy bank nightlight on all night. So we all were falling asleep with our track seats like wrapped around our faces trying to get comfortable. It was a whole thing. <laughs> Girl, oh my God. Ooh, y'all went through a lot. And I'm going to tell you something. Wait, wait, Somebody wait. Let said, me tell you just real quick. I got to set ahead, this straight. All right. Talking about dorm life. Let me tell y'all about Chapstick Gate. Okay. So <laughs> we're in this studio 24 um, 7. You know, limited food, limited water, or not limited water, but. Um, it was it was it was dry as hell. Um, everybody's lips were chapped by the end of the first day, and they didn't have chapstick. So what people were doing was they had condoms in the bathroom, and people were using condom lube and conditioner for chapstick because they wouldn't give it to us until the third day that we were there. Girl, what is that was the worst. <laughs> that was the worst part of the whole thing. And no, it, it, no, I'm not, I'm, nobody, nobody broke out and they lived with the lube. Or some, of them, <laughs> some of them probably know how to use it. No shame. Uh, <laughs> we woke up the second morning and all of the condoms were gone. And we were like, what did we miss in the middle of the night? But no, <laughs> it's just wait a minute, hold on. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Y'all had condoms? Okay, so they provided condoms. No they did. So, I fell asleep the first night with two people sharing a bed next to me, and I was like, "Oh, I wish I had earplugs." Uh, <laughs> uh, wait a minute, some tea. Somebody- one night, uh, one night, one. I gotta say, okay, so none of the show was like scripted in the way that everybody keeps saying it's like actors and stuff, but the producers were definitely sort of like asking people to have conversations, not what to say, just like putting people together. They were for real trying to set up a love triangle with my two bed neighbors and this one other girl, and it never made it to air, but at the time it was so funny. <laughs> Oh my, well, that's, well, okay, all of them do that. Big brother, they all be trying uh-huh. to, it's ridiculous. So, so, so people have been comparing this show, talking about uh, Survivor and Big Brother. For you, um, would you do either? Because that's what's kind of being a trend right now. Everybody's saying Oh my God. I would never do Survivor um, because I hate sand. 
And <laughs> I like I I think I would do okay at the challenges for Survivor. I don't know how I would do with like a bamboo bed, honestly, because I have insomnia anyway. I would love to do Big Brother. I would like absolutely scream if I could be on the Traders, which is another show produced by the same production company. I want to do it so bad. It's all social strategy. I mean, it just looks so fun. I need redemption. Like, <laughs> yes, ma'am, you do. I'm gonna make sure I clip that and tag them in it, Sheena. Okay, so I have two questions for you. Mm-hmm. So my first question is: so you just briefly mentioned actors. So there are no actors there because a lot of people think some of the cast are actors. Yeah, not a single one of us. Um, I mean, there were definitely like a, a, a fair number of people that I think were plucked from influencing online, you know, TikTok, Instagram, etc. But I mean, there were a ton of people that are just like me that are just, you know, like trying to have a cool experience, all ages, all backgrounds, tons of different countries. Um, I mean, one thing that this this show I really think nailed was the casting. You really got Every single story you could, every background. It was an absolutely incredible mix of people there. Um, but yeah, not not one actor, just the guards. <laughs> okay, the that's guards. good. And then uh, I also wanted to ask, someone wanted me to ask, how cold was it in there? Huh. Okay, red light, green light. That was a separate set. Um, so we actually drove like two hours out to uh, Bedford, which is where those, the, it's a blimp hanger. That was about 14 degrees Fahrenheit. It was freezing. Um, all we had were like thermals in our track suits. And dare I mention that my shoes were a size too small that day also. Hmm. Wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was sitting for a lot of that game. But the actual dorm, um, it was fine. I mean, the temperature was pretty moderate. Like you could either have your track suit on. Uh, jacket on most people just tied them around their waist or left them on the beds um it was pretty comfortable the biggest thing about living there that was weird was just not seeing the sun ever or having any sense of time wow so i have a question for this in the camtron now but 50 shades of grape says what was that for camera placement the delays in the gameplay um i think like that's just sort of how the editing ended up going like all of the um all of the games took like hours longer to film than what you see on screen obviously um like the dalgona cookie challenge our team circle like they actually split us into four quadrants and so my group by the way i finished first in my group and they didn't show it but um it, it like we had to sit there and wait for three other groups of people to do the same challenge before we could even start um so like the cuts that you see in a lot of these games are not true to how it goes like even some of the people crossing the line in red light green light were like around or two earlier or later than what they show you um so just like keep that in mind you know like it's kind of a warped sense of reality just how they have to throw these sort of battle sequences together okay so another question i have from shira it says what was everyone keeping in their fanny pack <laughs> yes the the bum bags, as they call them, you have your bum bags. Uh, so we had, um, we were allowed to bring into the game like a hair tie. We had, um, like I had my contacts and my glasses and contact solution. And they gave us a comb, a toothbrush, some toothpaste, and eventually our chapstick. And they all had our numbers on them. Um, and we also had um, water bottles with our number that we could clip onto the um, 
clip onto the fanny packs. Wow. Y'all. Uh, okay, Sam asked, was anyone rude to a certain amount of people? That's a good question, Sam. You mean other than 432? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <guess>. Okay. So <laughs> there were, um, I mean, obviously there are going to be villain personalities, but what was interesting about the way they edited the phone call sequence was at that point in the game, everybody wanted 198 gone. Um, like they were asking us in interviews, like who would you eliminate? And everybody was saying 198, 198, even before Brighton at that point. Um, but they make him look like such an angel when he's like chocolate muffin. Um, <laughs> so I think like the time that I was in the game, the, the top two numbers were 198 and 432 to bump if we could. First, I want to give a shout out. I see Steve is down here. He's part of the show. He's in the chat. Hey, Steve. Uh, wait a minute. So, wait a minute. I got a question to ask. You said everybody wanted 198 gone because I wanted him gone. Sorry, he was annoying to me. And like with that whole phone situation, I was so irritated. I was like, bro, stop going to the phone. You lost the whole burger. Who does that? Like, that was, ooh. oh, my God. All right. I got to give a little love to my girl, Jada. So, they make her, they do her dirty. But she actually, she swiped that burger. She took one bite and she shared it with a bunch of other people. <laughs> okay, that's different. Okay, because they did yeah. not show that at all. They just show her no, swiping no, that no. burger, baby. <laughs> no, she she shared because she cares. Um, yeah, but by that point, um, they actually cut two other phone calls that happened earlier in the day. Um, like one team member, Abud, he won a pizza party for three people, and somebody else won like a dozen donuts to give out to people. So by the time that he answered the phone the first time and got that burger and fries. Like, we had all sort of been conditioned to think, like, yes, these are rewards. And I think that's why he tried to sell the chocolate muffin. But, like, come on, honey. A chocolate muffin? You can't do any better than that. He was straight struggling. Sheena. I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so first of all, hi, Steve. Please come up to the mic request if you can, because I do have a question for you. But okay, listen, I was, I'm team Jada. I was in support of her when she took that burger and walked off, especially <laughs> Jesse, you saying they giving, trying to give y'all slop and food with no seasoning. <laughs> Take that burger girl and eat it. I would have done right? the same freaking thing. But, um, Wow. Like, I'm so glad that we're getting the opportunity to talk to you because you're letting us know it is not at all like what they are portraying. Like, so no. thank you so much for coming on here and filling in these gaps because we all know, you know, there's editing in a reality show, but mm -hmm. I would not have thought what you were saying. So what I wanted to ask you about Brighton was, and please feel free to sound off about him. <laughs> But, like, the way that he's portrayed on the show, that he's so, like, loud all the time and abrasive and stuff like that, was he really like that, like, 24-7? I mean, he was definitely, like, a polarizing personality. He never did or said anything to me, like, in the dorms that made me, like, hate him. And I, I don't hate him to this day. Um, I did hear, like, after production ended about a couple things off camera that were kind of upsetting to me. Um just some like slurs that were slung and maybe a little uncomfortable, but I think he's just kind of got like one of those reality TV personalities. He's very cool. Like he's very confident. He's very brash. Like he says what's on his mind and some people love it and some people hate it. And that's just kind of how it is. But you know, like after we all got out after battleships, like we all partied in the, in the hotel together. Like we all went out the next night. Like, so everybody's chill. 
Okay, I'm sorry. So, um, you really have been saying a whole lot, and like the interview's gonna drop. I'm probably gonna drop the interview tonight. I'm gonna drop it tomorrow, but I'm gonna drop the interview tonight. I want you guys to make sure you check it out. I have had her time for over an hour, so we're gonna let Miss Jessie go do her thing. <laughs> okay, so I wanna say thank you for coming on. You guys, I'm telling you guys, this cast is awesome. I have enjoyed talking to a few of you guys behind the scene and I'm looking forward to having more conversations very very soon and you know Jesse I'm gonna have you come back on my channel once the very like the whatever dropped the very final final I'm gonna have you come oh, back on I love yes. you. I love it I'm here to spill the tea anytime yes. I love it yes oh, everyone Shana? happy to make this sacrifice Sina <laughs> <laughs> I just want to ask you um, before you go, because somebody put in the chat, what, what was your opinion on Cheney 179? Uh -huh. um, so I wanted to know that. And then you mentioned that y'all went out um, after you got eliminated. Did they have any restrictions on what you could do once you get eliminated? Or <laughs> once you were eliminated, you were good and you could do what you wanted? Yeah. Okay. So actually, I did. I didn't really know Cheney that well. I honestly don't have any opinions one way or the other. Um, I definitely met her in the dorms, but like she wasn't in my friend group and there were still like enough people there. So I'm sorry. I don't really have anything to weigh in on that whole dash drama, but um, I do, I do think that like everybody has their reasons for making strategic decisions and everyone, I please ask you to remember like in the heat of the moment in knowing that there are hundreds of cameras on you and everything you do is going to be watched by millions of people, you know, like you say and do crazier things than normal. So just like have a little grace for everybody that's spotlighted on the show in any kind of way, you know, don't take it, don't take it home to them. Um, some people are coming at my girl Felicia for her decisions and they need to lay off. Um, she is a queen yeah, yeah. an icon and a beautiful person. And that is not okay. Um, Second question. So after you got out, they literally like immediately bust us back to a hotel in London. Um, we had sort of like a welfare, like a group therapy session about the games. Um, and they, they fed us. And the night in the hotel, we were still um, under their supervision. So we couldn't go out or do anything. But um, two of the guys from our game walked down the street to like a, um, a corner shop and brought back some alcohol and seltzers and stuff. So we had like a dorm party basically. Um, and then the next morning, um, some people had some follow-up interviews. Like I did my final interview the next day. And that evening, once we had like turned our tracksuits over and gotten our phones back and uh, then we were free to go and we took a night out and sort of bar hopped through Soho in London. And it was absolutely incredible um, just to spend time with people as people, not players. So you guys are playing this game and I just saw that Felicia, she posted as someone threatening her family. And mm -hmm. the, po the positive side of the show is that it's really becoming it's really popular. People are enjoying it. People are just whatever. But that negative part that like I saw, how is that making you guys feel as a group outside of this? Because that's sad. There are people coming for her life and threatening her over decisions she made in the game. I know. It's it's insane. I mean, people's, people get very heated and invested in, in shows like this. Um, but I think what's, what's really great about this group of people, like you keep saying, everybody's just so nice and supportive. And, um, we, like, we have lots of group chats. Like I keep in touch with a lot of people. I keep in touch with Felicia. Like everybody's got their friends to lean on and we all were in it together. So we know what each other are going through and it's a really great support system. Um, 
because haters gonna hate but also like people will love you you know so <laughs> give and take i love how you said that in a very theatric way because <laughs> i used to say haters gonna hate Hater, you know. So anyway, um, thank you again for coming on. I do appreciate you answering a lot of questions, even some questions that weren't answered in my interview. Um, yeah, you you really was awesome. I, I do invite you to come back on the channel. Um, you know, very soon. I'm scheduling things with the other cast members as well. I'll let you guys know about those interviews when they come up, and hopefully they will also come in Twitter Spaces. But thank you because Twitter Spaces for a lot of casts from different shows do not want to come to Twitter Spaces, and I'm, we and Sheena are trying to make it open for oh, any I love cast it. This member. This is so fun. Yes, I, and I want you to tell everybody that because unfortunately it's kind of getting a bad name for yeah. other people and other actions, and I don't want that to be that way because it's not that way. It's a lot of no, this is great. You guys positive. are amazing moderators. I thought this oh, was awesome. really welcoming. Girl, Girl, what am I gonna say now? We're the queens of this girl. What am I gonna say then? They Absolutely. Do <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, thank you again. I'm gonna pop drop the interview tonight. Make sure y'all follow me on YouTube and everything else so y'all can see it. Um, follow Jesse on all her social media. Please tell everybody where they can follow you at Jesse, please. All right, you guys can follow me. All my platforms are the same as my Twitter handle at Jesse DePetty, last name D I P E T T E. I'm the only one in the world. There's no dupes, no numbers or anything after my name. Um, TikTok, Insta, and uh, Twitter are my main three. <laughs> Wait, yes, your last name is literally DePetty? DePetty. Yeah, I'm the only person <laughs> in the entire world with my with the name Jesse DePetty. Uh, so I making usernames it. is so easy. Um, <laughs> I love it. No, I'm telling you, she's awesome. She's a she's a she's a, a load of fun. I love her. Okay, Miss <laughs> Ma'am, thank you, thank you, Sheena, for co-hosting as always. Thank you guys for being awesome in the chat and in the comments and respectful. I do appreciate. With that being said, guys, I'm out of here. Bye. This space was downloaded via SpacesDown.com. Visit to download your spaces today.